Hey guys, what's up? It's Kate. This is Date Bills. I am in Los Angeles and today is a, is a Swapcast episode of Date Bills. I do these every once in a while because I'll go do someone else's podcast and I'll think this was a really fun one. I think my listeners would like it. So then uh, I put it on my feed so you guys can check it out. And that's what I'm doing today. By the way, this episode of Date Bills is brought to you by HelloFresh. I've got to give a big thanks to HelloFresh for supporting Date Fails. Guys, please take advantage of HelloFresh's special offer for 2019. Get $80 off of your first month by going to HelloFresh.com slash DateFails80. That's HelloFresh.com slash DateFails80 and use the promo code DateFails8080. All right, guys, this is going to be fun. Um, so the other day I was a guest on my friend Augustino Zoida's podcast, which is called Homeschooled, uh, because he was homeschooled, and he's a comedian. You guys know Augustino if you listen to the Church of What's Happening Now, Joey Diaz podcast. He's a pretty regular guest on there, and uh, and he co-hosts his podcast with Kevin Lyons, who is an actor, writer, director, Um, both of them are awesome and I was so happy to do the podcast, but also I was so happy because he asked me so many questions about dating and sex and it was really fun to kind of, um, answer questions that someone else was asking me and I thought you guys might like it. So without further ado, um, check this out. Here's the episode of Homeschooled and please, uh, check out my boy Augustino Zoida. He's amazing. Um, yeah, guys. So uh, thank you for tuning in to the Homeschool Podcast. It's good to have you back. Um, I'm here with my co-host, Kevin Lyons. It's good to have him back. And our guest today is Kate Quigley. Hey. It's, it's great hey, to have Kate. you here for the first time ever. I'm I know. We've tried here. so many times, and I'm always like the asshole who's like, I got something last minute. I can't. I can't. I don't want to come to the valley, blah, blah, whatever. Listen. And we finally made it. I always say this. like When you do a podcast, you have to be committed it and and scheduling is so hard putting it out on time is so hard editing when you do everything yourself it's like and then like your schedule the co-host schedule the guest schedule all like the stars have to align and not to mention i'm trying to get kate on who has her own podcast and shows it's so hard and i'm the same way it's so hard to get it all like people don't realize how much work goes into it if you want it to be good Mm -hmm. if you want to have sponsors but then also it's like it becomes one of these things where you don't want to be a jerk and keep on telling people no, but... But I get it too. Everyone has a podcast. Mm-hmm. I mean, you yeah. can't get a cup of coffee without eight people being like, do my podcast. So yeah. it's like, <laughs> at some point, it's you're like... It's a miracle well, we, made to, it, it, we made tonight happen, honestly, when you think about it. And I'm, and I'm glad that we did. I mean, you're like a good guy. You're a friend. You've always been nothing but awesome to me. So yeah. like, those are the podcasts I want to do. You know what you I mean? You can't do everybody's. I get it. Like, yeah. I've had I've had guys that have straight up told me like, listen, man, I can't be doing so many podcasts, and I'm like, I I really appreciate you just being honest because I know there's a lot. I tell people the truth, but also yeah. like this is the other thing. Every once in a while, someone will go, Hey, would you do my podcast? I have mobile equipment. I'll come to you, and then I'll go sure, and then we'll plan it out, and then they'll text me the night before some address that's in like Orange County or something. I'm like, Wait, I thought you were coming here. Yeah, okay. what? And then I'm so nice, I'll end up going because I feel bad. <laughs> oh, you man. know. 
So I'm doing a little less. I of think that. that I think I offered that one time. I was like, I can go to you, and then uh, I think I even said like, I have a co-host. I don't know if you care about a bunch of dudes coming over to your apartment. <laughs> I think that was me. <laughs> yeah, I did. Do I that think with you, you did do that yeah. to me. Yeah. But I'm glad it worked out. Yeah, See, this yeah. is great, and you have like a legit space. Like you guys, he's podcasting in like an actual little studio behind his apartment building. This is incredible. Yeah, yeah. it's coming together. I put this together myself, and it's not 100% done yet, but it's almost there. I've never seen an apartment complex in LA where someone has, because he lives in a regular apartment building, but there's like this whole garage thing behind it that yeah. he has also. They could rent this out to someone. Yeah, you could, you probably could like make this into a studio apartment. I mean, not, <laughs> yeah. not legally, but yeah. I, I live, I, I've been secretly living here. He doesn't know about it. Yeah, you could actually rent this to someone yeah. and make your rent. The problem is there's no bathroom. Eh. Let's pee in the alley. It's okay. Yeah, it's the valley. I, I mean, know. people pee everywhere. I got to keep like putting the dog away every time someone wants to use the restroom. <laughs> that was really funny. No one's ever done that to me. I thought you were going to say something like, let me make sure it's cool with my wife. You're like, oh, I got to no. hide my dog. Yeah. Does your dog eat people? No, he's really sweet, but he he's jumps on people and he gets so excited when people come over. And it's like a whole hassle. He's big, he too. Th- he thinks he belongs in your face. Yeah. And he just does everything he can to get there. I'm scared of dogs. So, like, I'm glad that you did that. because Are you really? Oh, he's a pit yeah. bull, too. So you would have you been scared. I'm, I mean, I'm okay with them once I know them. Right. But when I first meet them, if they jump and stuff, right. I panic. Yeah. I, I, I know I that people get that. thrown off. So I, I just go, like, let me put them in the room. It doesn't cause a headache. Um. But his New Year's resolution is to try not to jump on people. He's working on it. <laughs> Your dog has He's a getting a lot better. He told you this. Did he spell it out in like the nah, dog bro. food? But when my wife's sister came over right now, he didn't jump on her. I was like, damn, dude, you're keeping to your resolutions. No way. That's great. Also, it's weird, though. Like the first time someone's dog doesn't jump on you when they finally know you, yeah. I feel like so special. <laughs> like I feel like I got picked first in gym class. Yeah. Like the dog finally accepts me. Well, That's he, what I mean. He's bad. Like Kevin's known him for years and he still gets so excited i got the best compliment today i got followed by a dog on instagram today and it made my fucking year already how it was like this this uh this little bulldog followed me on instagram i'm like what the fuck and i looked up and it was like it's all pictures of this dog i'm like he's following because you post a lot of pictures of your food i know that's right (laughs) that's so funny i mean some of those dogs on there for dogs yeah yeah exactly some of the dogs on there are really really cute like i've recently started following animal accounts and i'm not gonna lie there's a couple that i'm like i want to find that dog and steal it like you know who has the cutest dog jeremy piven does he really yeah his dog has an instagram too i think it's Bubba the bully. I can't remember, but he has this little tiny bulldog, French that's bulldog. Oh, that's oh, no, that's so one cute. of the dogs that that was the dog that followed me. Not that one, but <laughs> it was a French. It was a French bulldog. It was like Frankie the French bulldog or something like Jeremy, that. Jeremy Piven's dog probably has more followers than I do. <laughs> Dude, you know whose dog has so many followers? Joe oh. Rogan. Oh, I didn't know his dog had an account. This is crazy because one day I was on a plane and I don't know why I was looking up um, different rock band Instagrams, mm-hmm. you know. U2 is my favorite band. They have 2 million followers. The Rolling Stones have 2 million. And then I was like just curious. I was like, I wonder how many Rogan has. He has 5 million. Yeah. So I messaged him. I go, dude, do you realize you have 
like twice as many followers as the Rolling Stones. Like that's insane, you know? And then he wrote back, he goes, you know, it's even crazier. My dog got a hundred thousand followers in one day. <laughs> like he just tagged his dog once and it suddenly, I'm like, that's dude, so fucking it's funny. taking me like five years to get a hundred thousand followers. <laughs> that's hilarious. Oh man! All right, you guys. Before we get too much d- deeper into it, uh, let's officially start it. I do a little intro first. Oh, I'm uh, sorry. No, you're fine. We always kind of rant a little bit in the intro, but fuck yeah! It's homeschool podcast. Kevin Lyons is here. Kate Quigley's here. I'm Augustino Zoida. Uh, let's do it. Yeah. What song, what song is it? Oh, and then you add music. I can't so what, what, say say what is it. Say it out loud. In the end, well, it who? It's Lincoln Park, you guys. I don't know why. It doesn't really matter. There you go, buddy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, but the music's so loud. It's great. But even we used to just hold it up. Because, because really? I'm so like it's, well, well the thing is it's easier to not get flagged that way too. Because it's not like it's active in the computer picking up the actual format of the song. It's just it's your recording of it because you need to get flagged. I never even thought Augustino, right. I might have you help me set up my podcast studio. How's it going? I mean, I have the room cleared out and the money. <laughs> <laughs> but set- I don't know what to do. You're setting it up in By your these, house? I mean, the, yeah, the, the, the like mics this. are cheap. The mics just are like this. The, they're affordable. They're fine. You just got to get a good You know what? I got these chairs on Facebook Market. Shut up. For like 100 bucks for both of them. And then when I went there, I guess they were moving and they were throwing out this coffee table and that coffee table. And I was like, fuck it, I'll take them. No way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. My thing is I want to do video. Yeah, that is uh, that is eventually my goal too. Yeah. Uh, little by little. That's easy though. Is it? It always seems like difficult for me. You can set it up right. Depends how good you want it to be if you want to right. switch angles. But if you just well, have one. setting it up is not my problem. My problem is going to be taking the footage and editing it every week and making sure it gets up on time. Don't edit it. Right. Just. Well, you do take, multiple I, cameras. I got to I gotta edit the music out because you can't put that music up on YouTube. Oh, uh, yeah. You know. Good. I'm glad you said that. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I've put stuff on YouTube before with music, and they strike it for you can't make money off of it. Right? Yeah, but, but, but it can still be there. Yeah. But yeah. you know what's gonna suck, Kate, and and you'll get there. I I think a lot quicker than I would is that you're gonna start making money on your YouTube, and and, th- and then you'll it's gonna be a pain in the ass to go back and take old episodes down, which they will make you do. You know what? It's funny you said that because I've actually had several videos go viral that I've created or shot myself and someone else ended up making definitely lots of money on it. How does that work? Okay, like for instance, the Waka Flocka twerking video, which like some people don't even know was me, but there's this video. It's in like every cringe reel on the internet because it's so embarrassing. It's like they usually say drunk white girl twerks on Waka Flocka. That's me, drunk white girl. (laughs) But I wasn't drunk. I was sober and we planned it. I said to Waka backstage at the AVN Awards, he was uh, the musical guest and I was the host. So I said, hey, you know, it'd be funny 
go stand in the middle of the hallway with all the people around and I'll come up like a crazy fan and I'll do like bad twerking on you, like horrible <laughs> white girl dance moves. And then you just look at me like I'm the biggest loser <laughs> and walk away. So we did it. And it was really funny. And then I just took the clip and I put it on Instagram. I didn't even think twice. You know, it was like literally maybe 15 seconds, 20 seconds. I wake up the next day. This video has gone so viral. It's everywhere because people thought it was real. And like Waka is, was huge. But did huge. you not post it on your YouTube channel? I didn't. I just put it on my Instagram and then yeah, someone how, took yeah, it. Right put it on their YouTube and it has like still to this day, it has like 18 million views or That's something hilarious. like it's crazy. And can't I, you like sue them? <clears throat> I mean, you can, you can strike them for ownership, but I don't think there's any way, maybe I could sue. I don't know, but it's like, <laughs> then I have to hire a lawyer. That's so much work, right. you know? Yeah. But, uh, it's happened a few times or I had one that I made that was a, a PSA about cuddling. <laughs> yeah and it was like a realistic like a drug like an anti-drug psa but then the turn is like at the end you find out it's about cuddling and it's all like crying women and we look sick and sad and it's like <laughs> don't cuddle us but i posted that one and it went everywhere too like world star and stuff picked it up but the problem with that one was the guy that cut it for me put a song in it that was from like a video game or something it didn't even have lyrics i didn't know uh, it was copywritten. Oh, and, shit. Yeah, and so that one's on my page, but I still couldn't make any money. because. Uh -huh. the, so, like, basically what I'm saying is I'm never going to make money on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> Everything I do will never be right, but... Well, I mean, as long if it just demonetizes you, it's okay as long as you're getting the viewership and the action to your page because then whatever you do pull out, you'll probably end yeah. up getting those views too, but... I think yeah, so. I think with your podcast, yeah. you'll, you'll get it eventually. <clears throat> Yeah. Jesus Christ, Kevin. Don't sorry. So loud. That was loud as fuck. <laughs> I'm very sorry. But yeah, so whatever. But video, I think, is, is you know, I think you should definitely. I mean, I feel like it's not too hard to just throw a video up there on yeah. YouTube. Just because some people, like, use YouTube as their. I've heard that a lot. That's their main source of, going, of, of podcasting. Yeah, so even if you don't have video, but you just put a still photo of your logo. With yeah. Oh, I do that now. Oh, you do? Yeah. Oh, I don't. Yeah, I do that now. That's great. I need to do that. It, that that's really easy to do. That is, yeah. I mean, you just, an iMovie. Yeah. That's what I've heard. Yeah, you just throw it up to a picture. And I use, like, the picture of, like, us. Because oh. we always take a picture at the end. Afterwards. I so like get that. ready for that. Right? Oh, yeah. Take I, a picture. I like that. I like that you do it at the end. That's mm -hmm. good. I hate when people do it right when you get there. It's like, I'm not warmed up. <laughs> no, yeah. <laughs> not ready. Um, I've been wanting to have you on for a long time, as you know, because there's a couple of things I wanted to talk about. But then you uh, you mentioned something today. You're like, let's talk about that. So we'll talk about that, too. Oh, I was totally kidding. I don't even remember it. Oh. Okay, maybe maybe you don't. <laughs> maybe, if, it was, if it was a joke, then maybe you don't. We can talk about anything. Okay. I'm open book. Because you said that... <laughs> You said that you were grumpy because you're trying to be sober. Oh, yeah. That. And you're like, let's talk mm -hmm. about it. Yeah, I was kidding, but that's true. Yeah. I mean, I was kidding about talking about it, but it is true. I, oh, we I, don't have to talk about it. I hate it. being sober. It also, sucks. Also, I'm not really sober, as you know. Like, I came in and was like, I wish I brought tequila. Yeah, and you're like, I thought you were like, sober. Where's the tequila? Come on. I'm not partying. <laughs> like, I'm not going out to bars and drinking. I'm not doing drugs. I'm not, like, even taking Xanax or Adderall. Like, I'm not doing anything, which to me... I mean, except for an occasional, like, half a cocktail. That's my limit. So that's not sober, but it's, like, sober in my mind. 
because I'm not doing dumb shit. <laughs> but, but what made you think think to do this? Like, what's your, what's what's your like like motivation? Like, you know what? I need to I need to be clean for a little while. Like, like what is it? The honest truth. Yeah. It's really just because I was getting into such a habit of after my sets, meeting friends at a bar, staying out, and my days and nights were getting so backwards. And for me, like, it's funny. I've been doing a lot of self work. Like that sounds so cheesy, but it's true. I've been trying to get back to, I guess, enjoying things outside of comedy that I used to do. Like the more I get into comedy, I never play tennis anymore. I don't go to the beach as much. Like I'm a big snowboarder. I haven't been in like two years. And so I kind of was like, I think I was happier when I was getting more daylight. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's it. So for me, it was partly that. And also I did No Dick November which was an accident at the beginning. (laughs) (laughs) How's that an accident? Well, I mean, what happened was I had a breakup at the end of September. And so October, all my friends were like, you need to take a break from dating. Like, you're always dating. Like, just stop. And I was like, all right. And and all the guys, like, you know, Kreischer and Rogan and them, they were doing Sober October. And I thought, I'll just do No Dick November. Like, that'll be a cute <laughs> challenge for me. Yeah. And Did so, you make it? Yeah. I had one night where I almost slipped up. Almost. <laughs> but see, I wasn't doing Sober November. I was just doing... No- it's like, you got to kind of do both together, I right. think. Because um, if you're fucked up, you might. Yeah, I was buzzed. You might get that dick. And I tried. I hit up an ex. Like, oh, but no. But not a bad one. Like one that I Not a bad with. one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like there's one I still, like it's like weird, but every few months we'll kind of just like fall into bed by accident. And I That's hit, a good friend. It's nice, actually. Yeah. <laughs> he is a good friend now. But uh, he didn't text me back. Oh. Or I probably would have screwed up. But after that one night, I never hit anyone else up and I made it all the way through. And I'm still dick free. Since? Yeah, since wow. Octo- I know. It's, it's, it's kind of weird. This is the longest I've ever gone. No dating. Hmm. What have you replaced that with? Um, being awake during the day. <laughs> 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 no, but I, I, mean, I mean, I've been getting up early, working out, being more productive, being a little healthier, just overall. So that's what inspired the whole I thought whole I saw thing. you playing tennis again the other day. Um. I did go hiking. I don't think I played. Maybe I was, it was an old video you posted. Oh, maybe, maybe. But I have been like just doing more of all the stuff I used to do: hiking, tennis, soccer, whatever. Good for you. Thanks. Yeah. I'm I'm still not back on on my usual routine. I used to party a lot, and and uh, I mean it's probably like I mentioned to you earlier, maybe over two years, and yeah, I'm I've gotten into this cycle of like my body just naturally wakes me up early. Like even if mm-hmm. I'm trying to sleep in eight. Like the latest. That's yep. good. That's it's me. great. I love it. I actually really like it a lot. That's and, how it's um, supposed to be. Now, uh, I went on the road, which is, I mean, uh, it was only Phoenix and they're only an hour ahead. And But the thing is, is that I went for a long time. I did the New Year's week and it's fucking eight shows and it's a long time. And every night I was out late and drinking. And, yeah, and now I'm back, and I can't get back in my groove of falling asleep. I can't fall asleep like before two, and I, I, I like can't get out of bed. It's fucked me up. It is really hard, especially one time I did Vegas New Year's week, which the Vegas Laugh Factory is like that. I mean, it's even more shows, like twelve shows or something. Oh yeah, aren't you guys there like Monday through Sunday or some shit? Two shows a night, and what's <sighs> crazy is that weekend, uh, Dice was in town. Andrew Dice Clay, he was doing the 
10 o'clock shows. So we would do like eight, then there'd be a break. Then we'd have to come back and do midnight on the weekends. So it was so many shows and it's Vegas. So like you stay up, you can't, even if you're not a big, I'm actually not a huge drinker. Like I like to have a drink or two, but in Vegas, it's just everyone's handing you drinks for free yeah. everywhere you go yeah, before you. Yeah. So I came back from Vegas once. I'll never forget because it was like, I think it was like November or something. Uh, and I said to my friend, man, ever since Vegas, my days and nights have been backwards. And he was like, when were you in Vegas? And I was like, last December. <laughs> like, it was like, it was, but it took so long to get back to yeah. normal. But um, I don't know. I'm just a lot happier. When I, if I get out of my house and get some fresh air by like 11, 12 o'clock, I'm way happier than if I stay in. It's great to get stuff done, but you know, before noon. It's amazing. But what's Mm. funny is like, we sound so like most people are like, uh, of course, like most normal people. (laughs) They're like, yeah, I'm on my lunch break at noon. That's what I think too. But then I, I always talk to people and when I tell them that I like I, I can't sleep in past nine. They, yeah. they, they're like, are you crazy? Like on the weekends, they're like, bro, you don't sleep in on the weekends? And I'm like, no. Do they live here? Yeah. Well, that's because no one here has a job. <laughs> I, I can't I can't sleep past eight, even yeah, on the man. weekends. It's in, in if I get if I get drunk the night before, I'll even wake up earlier. It's so weird. Like I I have that opposite effect when when if I get wasted. That's interesting. I mean, for me, I have definitely noticed that when I drink even just one, mm-hmm. I'm foggy like the whole next day. Really? A little foggy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm not as alert for sure. Like I went like over Christmas. My family doesn't drink at all. Like mm. there's no alcohol in the house. Not uh, Not for any reason I could, but they just don't. So... Over Christmas, I was in Ohio for a week. I drank the first night. I went to a bar with my sister, and that was it after that. So I did like six days or whatever, nothing. Oh, my God. I felt like I was on speed. (laughs) Like, I was so alert. And when I came back, right, at the beginning, my crowd work was, like, so good, and my sets were better. And I was like, this is the way to do it. But then, you know, slowly, maybe someone hands you a drink. You have a couple sips. So, I mean, I'm not totally sober but i'm very close i yeah. say 95 percent. i mean i think the the effort is a huge part of it. It, it it really is i mean if 95 is a fucking hell of a lot better than drinking every fucking night i mean oh it's yeah huge differences man for sure i i do this seg or we used to we need to do it more consistently the segment of um i call it cleaning out the addict which is like every week i was giving something up and oh. um and I would like say it on the podcast and say like how it's going this week. And I keep the weight off with that. I mean, I don't think we knew each other back when I was huge. I mean, I was I was like 250 pounds at one point. I don't think so. You're definitely smaller than when I met you, though. Yeah, uh, I'm I'm like I, I got down to 170, and then like I gained it back in 190. Now I'm like 175, and I keep it off by like giving something up every wow. week. Wow. And a lot of the time it's red meat. A lot of the time it's meat in general. Huh. And then, like, the next week I'll do, like, uh, no fish even. And then the next week I'll do, like, no beer because I fucking love beer. Um, beer is a big so one. It's so bad for you, though. Yeah, it's a big one. It's so hard to give up, too, because it's so fucking good and it's cheap and you get fucking twisted. See, I so never easily. liked beer. So for me, like, but I'm also, I'm gluten-free, but not, like, in the cool fad way. Like, yeah. two people in my family have celiac, so I just kind of... At one point in college, I was really young. I was like 21. I was having a lot of digestive problems. My doctor was like, you might have an intolerance. Like it runs in your family. So I just quit eating it 
and I've been healthier ever since. But I will say that uh, for me, I love ice cream. Ooh. And I could eat ice cream every night. I'm not all a night. dessert person, but ice cream is my shit. Oh, ice cream is fucking. It's just so like milkshake. What's, what's your ice cream? I like so many. I like, there's this one called Fudge Tracks. Fudge that I get Tracks. A lot. Yeah, it sounds disgusting, but it's amazing. <laughs> it's like peanut butter cups and like chocolate fudge. I'm a pistachio it's, guy all the way. Pistachio, oh. mint chocolate chip, or cookie. That's a dough. good one. Interesting. Oh, cookie dough is shit. I love cookie dough. See, I can't eat the cookie dough because unless it's gluten free. No, but I have to be in the mood for cookie dough. Otherwise, yeah. I'm in chocolate chip all the way. Interesting. Uh, I had an ice cream cake last night <laughs> for Joey's daughter's. It was Joey Diaz's daughter's birthday. And oh, there was hilarious. ice cream cake. And I was like, oh, yeah, I haven't <laughs> had it in so long. Nice. Ice cream cake is just, I don't understand why it's not at every event. It's like peanut every butter event. and jelly. They just mix it's, the two best things yeah. together. That's so like good. I said, I'm not a dessert person. I don't get cake like i don't get it yeah I, I, if i see a piece of cake it doesn't appeal to me at all i get it but ice cream cake though anything oh, with ice cream that's the one thing i miss since being gluten-free is muffins, muffins. i love muffins like just I, I that's the other thing like all the muffins i could when i did eat that stuff that's probably why i had digestive problems because <laughs> <laughs> like it's just clogged full of muffins and ice cream cake dude i'm not eating one muffin i'm eating like 12 muffins at once like i can't stop i it's amazing i'm not 800 pounds honestly <laughs> it's because i was so anorexic in high school that like i have like a legit almost fear of certain foods so okay. i can't eat them now now I've gotten a little better, but I mean, there was a time I would not touch sugar. Like, yeah, I, I couldn't. That's a, that's a, that's a big one you got to just cut oh, out of your life. Oh, man, you could never get that away from me. You got to cut that it That out was your the life. best, especially when you were a kid. But you got to make cereal. some changes, though, man. Like, you got to just change your life. Like, like you got to go like, okay, I'm not going to have ice cream and cereal every day. But, like, besides that, not. Mo- no, but I'm saying, like, monitor the sh- – you don't realize the fucking sugar intake that's in everything, bro. Like, you'd be like, that's oh, true. a protein shake. It's like, you can look on the back, dude. That's so much fucking sugar. It, it, not if you juice. get the – you can get the kind with no sugar added or fake sugar. You can. But, like, you know, you wake up in the morning, you're like, I want a glass of orange juice today. You look on the back, bro. That's fucking more than a candy bar. Uh, Yeah, orange yeah. juice has more sugar than ice cream. I'm like a health – I'm like a, like a dietetic nut. Like, if I was going to be something else besides a comedian, it would be a dietitian. Like, I'm obsessed with food yeah. stuff. But like, yeah, twelve muffins. Okay. Yeah, no, <laughs> that's right. I know. Muffins. I would binge. I would binge and then not eat for days, and then binge. That's not healthy. Don't do that. Yeah. But like, I actually because I was so anorexic when I was eighteen, I had to go to the hospital, and I never told my family. Like they knew I was sick, but they didn't know I was so good at hiding it. So I was committed to fixing it because i didn't want my family like when they were all in the hospital room at once together and like my mom oh, and dad man. hate each other the fact that they're in the room together because of me i felt so bad i was like i gotta fix this so i just became like as obsessive as i am with like comedy i got that obsessive with food and like learning how to eat right i read every single nutrition book i could get my hands on what so, do you do for pizza you don't eat pizza because like you're gluten free i get gluten free domino's has Domino's, Domino's is gluten-free? Yeah, Domino's has really good gluten-free pizza. I didn't know that. It's, it's kind of expensive the way I get it because I get like, this is what I do. I get gluten, when I really want carbs, I'll get a gluten-free pizza from Domino's and I put like every veggie they have on it and I order double of all the veggies and grilled chicken. You ever do cauliflower pizza? Uh, I've had it. 
Yeah. It's not my favorite. It's not, it's not gonna <laughs> she feed. just dissed your cauliflower. No, I'm I telling mean, you, bro. Not you're not a vegan, are you? No. Okay, good. But I, 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 I try to cut meat out of my diet as much as I possibly can. I cut out red meat for a long time, mm-hmm. and then I had to add it back a little. I, I mean, if you cut out red meat, Kev, it's like... If I know. You made me eat one of your cauliflowers off. once. You just dipped it in buffalo sauce and it's told me so it was a good. chicken wing, and I just ate it's it. so good. Oh, those cauliflower chicken wings yeah. aren't bad. It's so good. I've had... It depends where you get it. Once mm-hmm. I got it, and it was like soggy. That's disgusting. You but do, if they uh, do it right. You want to do a pizza rev? You get the gluten... They got gluten-free. I've pizza never had that. someone asked me that the other night. I've never even heard of that. I don't know what that is. It's, not it's bad. like Subway, but for pizza. Yeah. Don't tell Joey, though. You fucking. Oh, my God. He'll wait. Kill you. When I was with kill Joey yeah. in, uh, we did Gotham, right? Together in New York City, but we stayed on the Jersey side. One night, we went to White Castle. I have never been yeah. to White The town I grew up in just didn't have it. So I asked for burgers without the buns. Oh, my God. Joey fucking Joey was pissed. Yeah, Joey yeah. went. He was like, "What do you do? You don't fucking order a burger without them. This is White Castle. They don't know what that shit is. You're gonna fuck a burger. It's gonna take forever." He was so mad. He was like, "You're embarrassing me. You're embarrassing yourself." I was like, yeah, "I don't know." I could have saw that coming. <laughs> oh my, I didn't. I mean, don't, oh, even, don't even tell me about the gluten-free pizza from Domino's. Like, don't even tell me you eat that. I just, I said nothing. We went to a Chinese place and like nothing yeah. we got was gluten-free. And I just, I, I made my way around to like what I could eat. You know. But I mean, I never want to upset him, but you know, it's a legit food allergy. So Joey doesn't think it exists. You know how he is. Yeah, I know. I know. Uh, I, I, I eat pizza rice sometimes. I try to bring it up. Um, hey, real, real quick, time out for a second. I just I just thought of something. I feel really bad. Um, I didn't tell you we're going to be outside. Do you want a jacket? Oh, I'm not cold at all. You sure? Do I look cold? I mean, I'm fucking no. cold. No, I'm fine. Okay. I'm drinking hot tea. Okay, okay. If this you isn't cold, outside. Let me know. Like, We're in a garage. I mean, it's cold in here, no? Well, you never offer me a jacket. I'm not you cold. You have a jacket. <laughs> I know, but, you know. No, I feel fine. I'm not cold. I'm from Ohio, though, so, like, okay. I mean, I still, I get cold, but, like, in a, I've definitely changed a little, yeah. but I still don't understand these people. Like, the other day, I went hiking with my friend. It was, like, drizzling. And everybody thought we were crazy. You're going hiking in the rain? Oh, I'm that's like, the best. Yeah, I don't that mind, I don't the, mind the rain. Time. I, love I love the it. rain. Me too. Yeah, oh. it's fun. Nobody's out. I'm the most active if it's raining outside. I, I will not it. be inside my apartment. Me too. I love it. Um, you're from Ohio? Yeah. No White Castle over there? Um, now there's White Castle where I'm from, but there wasn't when I was growing up. Was Maybe I've never been was. to a White Castle. There wasn't one where I grew up. Where'd you grow up? Here. Oh yeah, there's no. There's well, no white castles here. There's a lot of things missing from here. There's no Dairy Queen. We I had a Dairy, Dairy Queen. Queen in Massachusetts. Don't we have Dairy Queen? Where? Where there's have you ever Dairy seen a Dairy Queen. Queen in L.A.? I've never seen one. There's one in Burbank, isn't there? I don't. I don't know. <laughs> I don't think possibly. So. Well, but that's right. I haven't seen a Dairy. I don't remember seeing a Dairy Queen out here. I grew up with, around Dairy Queens too. Yeah, I don't think so. If there is, it's kind of hidden. It's not like in Hollywood I I, or I West think Hollywood. There are for sure a couple. All right, the DQ. I'm, I'm gonna find out. The DQ, yeah. The DQ. There might be one by the airport because that's where everything is. Right, but right, I don't right. think that there's one like, like there should be a Dairy Queen on Santa Monica Pier. Mm-hmm. Like who? Like that would kill. We recently got Dunkin' Donuts. Yeah, that's right. Uh, I'm not a fan of that. It's well, all, it's, it's, all it's changed. Up changed. Now. Yeah, it's, it's changed. It's, it wasn't now. the Dunkin' Donuts I grew up with. 
Dunkin' Donuts coffee is so like I don't. It's watered down now. Yeah, people. When I was in Boston, I was bitching about Dunkin' Donuts just because there, it's like it's like their religion. Yeah, they praise it over there, but it's not what it used to be. He's right. No, it's not. It is not what it used to be. It used to be really, really fucking good. That's what happens with all of it. Starbucks was really good when it first came out too. What did you play in Boston? Laugh Boston. Oh, I love that club. I liked it too. That club is sick. Yeah, it was really nice. I didn't know it was. In a hotel. Did they put you up there? Oh my God, yeah. When you're a comedian and you find out that your comedy club is in the building where you're staying, you're like, fuck yeah. Like, I don't ever have to leave. That's awesome. Yeah, you just go down the elevator and you're right there in the lobby. And there's that bar right across from it. Yeah. Outside the lobby. I left the hotel once for like a half hour. Like, I never left. um, (laughs) What do they call it? That's their convention center right there. It is? That, yeah, that's their, that's their convention. So if you're doing that club, you're, you're inside the convention center. So the hotel's inside the convention center. It was really great. The only thing I wished is like, I wish if the show isn't sold out, they would just give the hotel guests like $5 tickets or something. Because mm-hmm. I had one night, it was only like 40 people or something. And no one in the hotel knew there was a comedy club. Yeah, don't you hate that? Yeah, I'm like, the comedy club is, you could throw a brick from the front desk and hit the stage almost, but people didn't know it was there. Yeah, you can't put a fucking poster up in the elevator. Something. Yeah. But anyway, it's a great club. Yeah, it's a great club. We pitched all of that. The (laughs) hotel, though, fuck you. But the club, no, I'm just kidding. I love that club. It was great. I'm gonna I'm going to I'm going to Boston the first week in February. I'm excited. Oh, nice. Are you playing a, a um, gig? I'm there? going for a trip for fun. Wow, um, what's that like? <laughs> I haven't done that. I'm in gonna a long hit time. a bunch of spots because you can do McGreevy's. They got a show in the basement. Um, you can do Nick's, which I, I usually get a guest spot in there, which is pretty cool. Right I'm just gonna do a bunch of spots. I mean, I have most of my friends that live there, so I, I go once a year oh, nice. in February. Tickets are so cheap right now. Uh, you mean plane tickets? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I got post- a $99 ticket on JetBlue nonstop to Boston. $99 yeah. LA to Boston? One way? I heard that 2019 is the year of cheap flights. Wait, is that round trip? No, one way. Still, though. Holy 99 shit. That's a good That's a good. I just booked mine to Portland the other day. I'm going to Portland <laughs> January 17th, and it was like 60 bucks or something. Oh, it's so it was great. It so cheap. Yeah, I think a, that's from at, Burbank. At even. a Burbank? Yeah. <sighs> It's the best. These people everywhere else in the country are like, fuck you, we don't care about Burbank. (laughs) Talk about something interesting. I fucking love it. Yeah. Uh, Okay, so anyway, um, why? can I ask you a question? Yeah. When you wanted to start a podcast, why did you choose date fails? (sighs) I shouldn't say that. Did you get the question all the time? No, I'm shaking my head because, okay, because now it's like in hindsight, I mean, hindsight is always 2020. So- when I first started my podcast, you know, I was married for 10 years. So I was married from 19 to almost 30. And when I got out of it, I mean, pretty much my whole life was just like, holy shit, I've never been single. Like, I I was so young when I got married. And everything in dating, and it's I'm finally getting wiser. But I mean, when I first started dating out here... I might as well have been 17 living in Ohio because that's like what my knowledge was. And everything I knew about dating, I learned from watching TV and movies. Like I never dated. Mm -hmm. And so it was funny to all my friends and everyone I knew. They were like, oh, my God, you're like 17, but you're 30. And so it just made sense to do a podcast about dating. 
And uh, I was co-hosting it at the time with Stephen Kramer Glickman, who was writing a book called like 50 Worst Dates or something. Mm. So he had all these great stories. So that's how it sort of started. And like, you know, it's great. I've been really lucky because dating is a really popular topic. And surprisingly, so many people can relate to like starting late. Like so many people come up to me. They're like, I also was in a relationship for eight years and I have no clue what I'm doing. And so that's how it started. And it's doing really well, and it's funny, and it's fun. The hard thing, though, is because of the way I am, which is really open, and, like, I just, even if I don't want to tell someone a story, it's going to come out. Yeah. It's just how I am. So. And your guests come on and tell the stories. Yeah, they come on and tell stories. But, like, I share so much of my personal life because I think it's cool for people to see that no matter who you are, you can have a verified check mark next to your name, your best friend can be joey diaz mm-hmm. and you still can have like a really fucked up like everything's going wrong you're broke you're breaking things you total your car you can't find the right guy and like i like for people to see that yeah but then the flip side is in some ways it sucks because every guy that dates me it's so easy for them to find out everything right away they can go listen oh, to yeah. it yeah. like easily they know, and it's not, you don't have to dig deep to find some really embarrassing Shouldn't you stories. kind of have everything out there in the open if you really want to get serious with a guy? Yes, but the difference is if you go on a date, you get to decide when that person finds everything out. Sure. I don't. It's searchable. <laughs> you know what I mean? You just type her name. But also yeah. it's like, it's um in some ways it's like you change over time. So like sometimes I get tired of talking about dating all the time, you know, but, um, I don't like to shoot the hand that feeds me or whatever, cut off the hand that feeds me. You haven't developed a passion for it to where you think, do you think you could have, if if someone gave you a TV show, Hey, Hey Kate, here's like a TV show. You could, would you talk about relationships and have people come on and, and I don't know, like a dating show. Well, I, I pitched a show for a little while that was kind of in that genre. And, uh, I had some interest, but luckily it didn't get made. And I only say luckily because now I'm pitching some stuff and working on some stuff that I'm a lot, that's very different. And I just think, so it's, look, the truth is that the podcast is doing great. And sometimes I still love it. And it's really fun. Like I just had Lee Syad on and we were talking. Oh, he's he's, great. Yeah. And see like he now. in the dating world. Exactly. He's where I was. So it's cool and it's fun in some ways. It's just, I'm excited about kind of like. I've grown up like I'm not going to like swingers parties all the time and fucking porn stars and doing blow every night like things I was doing for a while that were really fun to talk about I'm sort of in a different place so it's just like I'm trying to figure out um what to do that's a great question you think your uh your experience is 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 uh giving you qualifications to maybe give relationship advice (laughs) no No, I'm just kidding. I think that being married 10 years, like I had a great marriage. That guy, we were just too young and I think we grew apart, but we're still That's the friends. thing. You grow up as different people. That's it. So like in some ways I have good insight into mm-hmm. how to make a relationship last and work. And uh, in, and then in other ways, I'm really naive. Because you, you know? did get married really young and that actually probably shouldn't have lasted 10 years. Yeah, I know. It's pretty impressive that it went 10 years. It's crazy. We were really good friends, like really, because he was um, my best friend's older brother. So I knew him for a long time before I ever looked at him like in that Mm. way. So we just, I think we had that foundation and, you know, and it's true. Like I'm weird. 
because I've got this whole, like, I was raised in, like, a really Christian environment. I still have these, like, wholesome core values, but then I also was always, like, felt pent up a little bit. I always was, like, I had this dark, I want to get crazy, I want to, mm-hmm. like, live on the edge side. That's and what happens when you're secluded like that. Yeah, but I wasn't, like, you were homeschooled, right? Yeah. See, I wasn't, like, homeschooled, and, like, I dated young, and I was boy crazy, but I just wasn't... Look, the first time I saw cocaine, I was, like, holy shit. I was, like, terrified. What age? I was, like, 30. Oh, really? Oh, my God. Yeah, I never did it. That's what I'm saying. Like, everything kids do in, like, college, I didn't even Hmm. experience till so much later in life. Yeah, I was, like, 19. Really? Well, because you grew up here. You think that's why? Yeah. I actually saw it in Boston for the first time. Really? When I was there for a trip. I yeah. could imagine that since I know who you used to hang out with in Boston. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. but uh, Actually, it was before I met him, but that's funny. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that's in, funny. A, in, a, in a motel room that a bunch of... Hookers? Fr- no. A bunch of friends, guys and girls, were just like partying and, were, and, and got some blow. And they were like, let's fucking rent a room in this motel room in Worcester. And we're like, fuck yeah, let's do it. And we just fucking... Were the you first scared? Time I saw it. Yeah. I was terrified the first time I saw it. I was like, this is how people die. I'm not doing that. Are you? I've seen Pulp Fiction. I don't want stabbed in the heart. Like, well, She wasn't doing blow, I, but whatever. Yeah. Um, well, I had a, a heart condition when I was when I was young, uh, like uh, arrhythmia, they call it. Like my heart beats like Me too. 90 times. Really? Yeah. It's like 90 times faster than the average person's heart. And oh. uh, when I was younger, like I got. That's not what an arrhythmia is. What is it? It's like an off rhythm. Yeah, mine was awful because it was too fast. Holy shit. And, uh, and then you did cocaine? Yeah. You're lucky you're alive. So I used to have like wear this little monitor when I was a little kid on my on my chest that it would beep if I if I went too fast. <laughs> you, so you start doing you blow? No. Yeah, you start doing um, blow and the things like, beep, 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 yeah. <laughs> like a metal detector at the beach. So and then I used to drink a lot of Red Bull too when I was a teenager and they eventually, like I had to just stop having caffeine altogether. But uh, I don't know what happened. Like when I got older, I, it kind of went away. Like I, I, I well, I, th- I stopped drinking caffeine for many, many years and, and now I can have coffee and like tea and stuff and, and uh, I don't do Red Bull anymore. It's crazy when you quit caffeine, how much it affects you. Mm-hmm. Like um, when I, I got my boobs done, you know, I had to, they don't yeah. let you have caffeine. Oh, I didn't know I that. I think uh, while well, you have stitches, you're not supposed to. And you're not Ugh. supposed to for a day or two before the surgery. So like. Well, you, that I get. Yeah, yeah. So you pretty much can't have it for, you know, a few weeks. And let me tell you something. Once I got it out of my system, holy shit, I've never had more energy. Like, if you don't ever have coffee, you don't ever have the crash, and you're just like, uh, you mm-hmm. just feel great all the time. I wish I could quit it. Maybe I'll try that. Yeah. Maybe I'll throw that in the mix. Cleaning out, <laughs> cleaning out the addict once a week. <laughs> just one a week. Yeah, I'm going to do That's that. That's what I do. I just give it one thing a week, and then at the end of the month, I give it all up at the same time for one week, and then I'll start over something new. That's so interesting. I've never been someone that gives up um everything food wise like, mm. except for sugar i've given up sugar but like i've never been like i'm not having any blank because i just know myself yeah and then i'll just want it all day every day i'm catholic so You're we give it. shit up all that's the hilarious. time you go like oh 40 days i'm not gonna have this and that's kind of like where all my diet happened and i was just like i'm gonna do that like all the time though it's like the catholic diet and i would just but you know what happens like anything else is when you give up something or you like you stop eating fatty foods or whatever you're having um, for too long, you eventually can't lose weight anymore. You ever hear people go like, I, I stopped losing weight. I can't you lose hit a anymore. Plateau. You hit a plateau. Yeah. Um, you got to just switch it up. 
That's true. Just give up something else and then introduce that back in, just not so much. And um, Hmm. that kind of worked for me. Interesting. Um, Yeah. I'm a creature of habit with food, though. Like, I'll find something I like and I'll eat it every day for (laughs) fun. Cactus right down the street. I can't help it. You know, my thing now is a pokey. Is that oh, I love pokey, pokey. Whatever. Yeah. I go in and I don't get the rice. I just get the, like, I get a bowl with, like, three kinds of fish and all the veggies and yeah. no rice. Like You won't do it. the uh, forbidden rice even? Sometimes I'll, uh, no, but sometimes I'll get a tiny bit of brown rice if I'm, like. Yeah. That. But see, like, I'm, I'm not a foodie, mm. like, clearly, you can tell. I've never been someone who's, like, really into food. Like, I, except for ice cream. And like a couple, like yeah. popcorn, movie theater popcorn. Like if I'm in a movie, I'm eating the bag of popcorn. But like for the most part, it's like putting gas in a car for me. I just eat to have energy. That's really it. <laughs> I mean, that's so weird. not me. When guys take me out, oh my god! If a guy takes me out, like one guy that I went out with not that long ago, he took me to this like crazy fancy restaurant in Santa Monica where like all the food is like you know presented to you and it's like so pretty and so expensive and yeah. i'm like this is so lost on me like this is such a waste on me because i just want like fish That's and funny. a salad like i don't give a fuck i like to cook it as much as i like to eat it like i'm totally like a food really yeah you kept like saying like oh i'm so sorry i'm running late and i was just like listen you know what i'm doing tonight i'm food prepping for the dinner i'm cooking tomorrow you food prep because oh sorry what buddy. happened no i don't know he's gonna go pee oh, uh i'm food prepping because i gotta make a dinner tomorrow because tomorrow's my wife's birthday and I, I told her i would, I would cook her dinner and Aww. I, I so that's literally all i have to do tonight is like food prep Amazing. so tomorrow that it's easier for me yeah um you know what i do is i get my own pokey and uh you can go to like gelson's no way yeah it's already there you just get your own pokey from from gelson's they already you already cut it up for you and everything and um uh, it's already marinated and I I go and I'll take that home and I'll do my own veggies like cucumbers and stuff like that. And instead of rice, I'll use couscous sometimes. Interesting. Which is really good. What a great idea. Yeah. I can't do couscous, but I could do quinoa. I think couscous. I fucking hate quinoa. Well, you don't have to do quinoa. I'm just saying. I, <laughs> <laughs> I like how this just turned into a cooking podcast. I know. But, but uh, people are interested in like. I get so many DMs from people, almost as many DMs as I get about, like, uh, you know, show me your tits. I also get, <laughs> I was looking at a lot of, like, what do you do for exercise and stuff. That's the girl oh, version really? of show me your tits. Like, I get so many, what do you eat? What do you do to work out? Yeah. Oh, that's cool. All the time. Yeah. Do I you like, like it. That. Yeah. I like that a lot more. I try to post stuff like that sometimes. You but- mean a lot more than. People asking for you to show their tits. I like that a lot more than people <laughs> yeah, asking to see tits. It baffles me that uh, – because I've seen other women post stuff, and then you used to have like an Instagram where it was like uh, stuff that guys shouldn't send or something like that. Remember? I know. I got kicked off Instagram oh, for that. I loved it. Thank you. I did too. I, it blows my mind that guys were actually like messaging going like, yo, show me your tits. And I was just like going like, does that actually work? Like, do it's, you do that to a girl and they actually send it back? Fuck no. Unless they're charging you. Nobody's doing right. that. No, definitely not. I mean, what's funny is – um instagram this is crazy okay instagram i don't know how they do it they got better security i think than the white house because like yeah they're on top of shit okay 
So my don't send this shit, that was the account right. that I used to take guys' DMs, and I would reply back to them like with smart-ass shit and oh, post it. Oh, great. It. You okay, know I followed thanks. it, but I didn't know it was you for a long time. Oh, that's so funny. I just followed it because I thought it was funny in general. Thank you. It was so fun. I would have fun with that. People were always like, why do you why do you reply to trolls? Why do you engage? And I'm like, it's not. It's but, fucking funny. It's fun sometimes. Yeah. yeah. But so I was doing that, and uh, I got reported. Because what's nuts is that you you could send your dick to a girl unsolicited and nothing happens to you. <laughs> really? She can block you, but nothing yeah. happens to you. But if I take that photo of your dick and I blur it and then I put it on my Instagram and say, this guy sent me his dick, spam him, I get kicked off Instagram for inciting my fans to harass you. Yeah. So it's Because like, you're a public page and someone... I mean, anyone, Instagram though. doesn't want that on there. Yeah, but anyone, even if you did that, like it's it's like you're not allowed to tell people to the harass guy's someone. Sending you else. his dick pic privately, he's not posting it on a f- platform that doesn't want that shit. Yeah, but he shouldn't. You shouldn't send your dick privately because I mean, you shouldn't. That's not my yeah, point. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah. Okay, I know what you're saying. Yeah. Right. So what happened was I got kicked off of that account. Whatever, that's fine. But here's what's nuts: when they kick me off that account. I got angry and I posted like, fuck Instagram. This is bullshit. How come guys can harass me, but I can't uh, harass them back or something like that. Do not ever insult Instagram on Instagram. What do they do? So the next day I go to log into, I have a few Instagrams. I have a date, a date fails one for the podcast. And then I have a fuck boy patrol one for the show I used to do. So I went to log into those. And I'm locked out of them. And then I've done everything. I've tried to create new Instagram accounts. Oh, damn, accounts. they put you on a probation. You don't understand, though. Like, I can't create... I tried to create a private Instagram that was going to be a personal one for me, for, like, family and close friends that wouldn't be public, that would just be, like, for really, like, people that know me, know me. Yeah. And... I can't even create a new one. And I don't know how Instagram knows it's me because I've tried it from other people's phones, other people's laptops. I've tried it from everywhere, different emails, different phone numbers. Somehow they know it's me. I can't create- This is Instagram? Yes. You're banned from Instagram? I can only have my verified page now. I can't get into anything else. Dude. It's nuts. I don't, and it's like, how do they know? They blocked your- your account in, in general because you're still using your username and password from someone else's phone to try to get into your own account so they've just put a block on your account but even if i took your phone right now yeah and i tried to start a whole new instagram account i see i see it I see, won't I see. let me that's weird even if i put in an email they've never heard of and everything somehow from my phone i can't get into it dude I've been it's thinking weird. this like so hard lately of like how shady uh, phones in general are, and 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 I know that a lot of people and we've talked about this before, and I keep trying to tell my wife and she doesn't believe me that they're listening. No, they are listening. Oh yeah, they're totally listening. They are listening. Certain keywords get picked up, and then all of a sudden, and the other day I fucking proved it to her because uh, we were talking about getting a new new knives for the kitchen she's like we need a new knife set and i was like you're right and then we were like talking about it she's like you want to go like pick some with me i was like no go ahead and pick it whatever blah 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 
I've never searched for knives before. I opened up like Instagram and advertising for fucking No, they knives. are listening. They're always it's not, listening. It's not that you're, they're just listening. Everything that you're typing and talking Bro, that is wasn't being typing, recorded. That was talking. I know, but everything that you're saying, it's all being recorded. Even yes. your calls are all being recorded. Yes. That's what that fucking dude from fucking the NSA said. A while ago, uh, Apple came out and we were like, well, there's, there's that whole thing where we're, gonna, we're not going to share our customers privacy with you is like that was a front they've been sharing it everything and selling is shared. It. everything it's ridiculous they know everything about you and like and they're somehow they do listen i'm positive i don't know if it's the amazon kindle or what but like look i said something to the other day like i think i said uh my friend asked me like where i work out or something i said i've been going to equinox i don't even literally a couple days later i pick up my ipad and there's an ad for equinox yes. and i've never searched equinox i just walk in there like it's mm-hmm. they know did you hear about the 23 and me you know those dna kits yeah they just they just sold all their customers data to a pharmaceutical company <laughs> no way yeah well when i got you probably ga- signed something at the end saying that you're okay with it you, you, don't you must it. yeah i got gas tonight which we were laughing because i i text augustino like i'm sorry i'm late because I don't drive. I haven't driven in so long mm-hmm. that I forgot that you have to like stop and get gas, <laughs> and I didn't bring the right card. Like it's nuts. But so I stopped to get gas, and here's what I've never seen before: at Shell on the thing. Oh, the it, TVs. Uh, no, oh. like when you go to put in your pin or whatever, like when you put your debit card in, like on the keypad readout, yeah. whatever. It said, um, "Save five cents per gallon by allowing somebody to text your phone number." So basically, selling your phone number to receive text ads from I don't oh, even know. I've never who. seen that shit before. I never had either. I was like, "Did this happen since I totaled my car?" Like now you. Have I've to- never seen something like that. that's yeah. a shell. Yeah. yeah, at the shell by me. I didn't do it. <laughs> I'm not going to Shell anymore. You know anymore. what's funny? Because yeah. when I go to Shell, um, Shell is like with Ralph's and I have like a Ralph's member and I type in my phone number all the time so oh, I get yeah. my points. I get my Ralph's points. It gives you like 30 cents off. That's right. On that note, speaking of Ralph's, what a great place to drop in the HelloFresh ad because you don't need to go to Ralph's and then you don't have to put in your phone number at the Shell station. You can just have all your meals delivered to your house and cook them yourself. I mean, why go buy groceries when you can have HelloFresh drop off everything you need to make nice, lovely, home-cooked meals for 2019? What a great resolution that would be if we all started cooking our own meals at home. HelloFresh makes it easy. They deliver you pre-measured ingredients, easy-to-follow, six-step recipe cards with pictures. Who doesn't love pictures? That makes it So simple. If you can't figure out the instructions with pictures, we've got issues to discuss, guys. So, you know, have HelloFresh bring you your food. Uh, There's three plans to choose from, classic, veggie, and family, with the option to switch between for when your tastes change. Enjoy fun menu features with HelloFresh's dinner-to-lunch TM 20-minute meals. That's dinner-to-lunch trademark TM 20-minute meals, gourmet, and one-pot wonders, and more. Look, guys, get out of the recipe rut, okay? Let's not eat the same thing every day like I did for the last 10 years. Now HelloFresh drops off food for me, and I'm learning to cook, and it's been great. I'm using my oven again, my stovetop again. It's uh, it's really nice. Someone thinks, you know, that a person lives in my apartment now. You can smell food cooking before it was like a cave in my house. So, guys, I would encourage you 
to do the same. Uh, take advantage of HelloFresh's special offer for 2019. Get $80 off your first month by going to HelloFresh.com slash DateFails80 and use the code DateFails80 for $80 off your first month. That's a big savings. You guys got to try it. It's actually really nice and you can trick people into thinking you're a great cook because everything is is really, really simple. So guys, one more time, that's hellofresh.com slash datefails80. The recipes really, really are great. Even if you're a picky eater, you can find something and everything comes insulated so it can sit outside till you get home. You don't have to worry about it going bad. I really encourage you guys to check it out. Don't forget to enter that promo code datefails80 and uh, support our sponsors because then they support the podcast and then I don't have to beg for money. I love you guys. All right. Well, now you might start receiving texts. I, oh, man. My phone is out there. Like, I, I get Me shit too. all the time. All of us are. I give up. We all try to do, like, I was trying for so long, like, not to get Alexa. You know what I mean? I'm like, I don't want that shit in my house. It's like the corporation version of dick pics. But, like, yeah, dude. They're just there. They're fucking listening. Listen, they probably search for keywords. Um, a lot of stuff that are like people know stuff with it that they shouldn't. They probably search for those keywords. Is like, like bomb threats, things like that. They can pick it up, man. Oh yeah, well, it's what's weird too is like everything now runs on these rechargeable. You know, you recharge everything, right? Your headphones, your fo- everything you charge. Like the other day, the batteries died in my remote. It's like one of the last things that has like actual batteries like yeah. you put batteries in you don't recharge your remote control no and i was like it died and it was like three or four days before i could turn the tv because <laughs> it was the amazon fire stick thing so it's oh, not right. the t- right there's no other way to use it and i was like fuck man how do i can i download an app for a remote like i don't want to buy batteries so right. i finally got batteries but it was hilarious because every night i was sitting there like oh shit i forgot batteries i can't watch it <laughs> it's fucking unbelievable how much they know they know like what you're People go like, man, they're gonna they're gonna put a chip in our us eventually and be able to Good. read our minds. They can already Good. read our minds. They already know what we need, and then it pops up before well, you even know you need it. Did you watch the episode of Rogan? I don't watch Rogan much, but I love Elon Musk, and I I, I didn't watch that. that one though. I did, and it was really fascinating because Elon Musk basically was like, people are worried about having a chip in them, whatever, but oh, your your phone's with you all the time. That's what he said. He said, you're basically already... That is the chip. And yeah. they've made this thing that they know that we can never let leave our side. That's it. He's like, you're already kind of a cyborg. Yeah. It's just on the outside of your And mind. I can almost picture... I, I didn't listen to that, but I, I've always thought that. I can almost picture like in board meetings, like we don't need to do a chip. Let's just make something that's always with them that they'll never leave behind. It's crazy. And but they're starting it. to do the chip. Bro, there's no need. I want no a chip. <laughs> I'm like, please put Get a fucking chip in me. Really? If, if I don't have to take my shoes off at the airport ever again, fuck yeah. Put a chip in me. I, <laughs> are you kidding? If I don't have to worry about, like, tonight I forgot my debit card. I had to drive back home to get it. It would be so great to just scan my wrist. And well, you do have pay. the iPhone wallet right now. You could well, this you is, pay for gas with uh, your phone? This is actually a Google Pixel. Oh, okay. But yeah, same. You can do Google Wallet, but I, some gas stations now will let you pay with your phone. Yeah, here's what's weird about me is like, in some ways, I'm really tech savvy. Like, I love social media and I love phones. And but in other ways, like you know, I don't know how to put together like a podcast studio. Like in other ways, I'm. And one thing I've never gotten into is that whole swipe scan your phone to pay. I mm. I have no. I don't. I've, never, see I've a, never done that. I don't see a point in it. Um, I I I do. 
like someone asked you the day, like, how do you do it? And I'm like, why do you need to do that? Like, just bring your fucking wallet. In your situation, it would have been like, hey, I forgot my wallet. So that would have been convenient. But like, yeah. why do you have? It but is like, nice. If I'm at a restaurant, though. how do I do it? Like, who cares? Just take your fucking wallet out. But sometimes, here's the thing is like, <coughs> excuse me, if you carry a lot of cards, or let's say that you have two credit cards and they're both maxed out and you have a debit card you lose your debit card now suddenly you have no way to pay but yeah. if you have google wallet mm-hmm. you just scan your phone whatever. but if you lose your debit card aren't they going to cancel that card anyway <coughs> so the numbers that are saved in your phone won't work anyway i think if it well i don't know because if it's like paypal or google Wallet, it's connected to your checking account right it's just I, the check-in routing maybe yeah you might be right i like that this this podcast should be called things we speculate about but really don't know the answers to <laughs> Yeah, Everything. we've talked about cooking, fucking conspiracies. We, I don't do that. If I lose my here. wallet, I ain't doing shit that day. <laughs> That's it. Oh, really? That's yeah. how it goes down for I, you? I don't do that Google wallet stuff or any of that. Yeah, I mean. I use PayPal to pay for everything I can. Yeah? Just because I'm lazy and I don't want to put in my credit card number and PayPal. Mm-hmm. Just... Do you have a PayPal debit card, though? Well, it's it's linked to my checking account. Mm, okay. So. This is a lot of information to give the people about <laughs> banking. <laughs> No, I have a PayPal, but I just it's separate. I just have my own debit card for it. Oh. You know why? Because a lot of times um, I'll do shows where they pay me, where they want to pay me through PayPal rather than just give me fucking cash. Fuck that. And so. Give I'll, us our goddamn cash. I know. I hate yeah. that shit, but I'm just like, I, I do that because it's actually a lot quicker to get the money than like Venmo. It is? It no. Because it can go to your debit card immediately if you have the so, physical debit well, card. Well, you can do that with Venmo, uh, too. Venmo does, too. But well, they Venmo d- now has a debit card, right? But, well, you, no. but you might get charged a little bit more for immediate deposit into your account. If you want it oh. to go straight yeah. to your debit card, I actually know this because I sell merch with Venmo. Um, it's Yeah, it's instant, but they charge you like 1% up to like $3. Like, it's almost nothing. You could sell merch with Venmo now? Sure. I didn't know that. I've used, I've used a square. Well, you don't have to even swipe their card. You just go Venmo me. It's Kate Too Funny, and they send it. Oh, so that's what you're doing. Yeah. Gotcha. There's yeah. not like an actual like swipe thing. No, I got rid of that. I'd like to do everything where I can be lazy. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, I think you can get like a just swiping people's cards is is a no no these days too because you can just steal people's information so easily. Ah. All right. So we we'll go back to fucking dating and. You're on a date and shit like that, okay? Okay. So and we were talking about food when Kevin, Kevin, when you were gone. All right, sorry. Uh, we were talking about food, we're talking about dating. She's not a foodie, okay? Yeah. Guy took you out on a date the other night. You weren't impressed with the fancy place because you're not no. a foodie. You need food for fuel. <laughs> yeah, like I've just, I just, mm-hmm. I don't need that. Take me to something like putt putt golf. Let's like goof. So off. that's what I was gonna ask you. What's your date? What do you want the date to be? Anything like fun, like like an arcade. You want an activity, not food and drinks. Drinks are fine. Drinks are cool. But like, uh, I always like, I just think a first date, a drink is great. Have a drink or two. Some of my girlfriends think this is bad because they're like, you have to set the precedent. Have them take you to dinner. I'm like, I don't want to be stuck at dinner with somebody on a first date. What if I don't like him? Now I'm stuck at dinner. What about an afternoon coffee? Um, that's all right. If you don't but... know the guy well. And then if he gets past that, then you can go out. Because sometimes you get job interviews the same way. <laughs> like, it's kind of weird. With the coffee? I just yeah. don't want him to see me in the daylight. 
Oh, you know? really? I like to be in the dark. Is that what it is? No, I'm just kidding. I just, <laughs> no, the, um, I usually don't do daytime dates just because, like, I work usually during the day. Like, I mean, obviously, I'm not doing stand-up, but yeah. I mean, I'm always doing writing or podcasting Fuck. or meetings or whatever. I haven't dated in forever. That Like, that's what I think I would do if I had a date again. I, I would think I would ask a girl, would you like to get a cup of coffee tomorrow afternoon? Because I don't want them to think I'm a drunk. I don't want to assume that you just fucking drink. Um, I don't want to buy you dinner if I don't like you and you don't like me. Um, like, lunch would be all right. Lunch too, I guess. I'd rather do a lunch. I feel like coffee's weird because you just, you're sitting down and then it's just all there is is coffee yeah. and staring at each other. I mean, right now I date with my wife, but we know each other. I know, I know it's a great date for her. Yeah. Like I can plan the perfect evening because you know her. I know her well. All my best date dates dating situations whatever still to this day even with all the social media and everything we have it's always come from an organic place for me either i'm at a party and you're a friend of a friend and we hit it off and we end up going out or we've talked on social media but like it wasn't with the intention of dating it was just kind of like um oh hey cool music oh hey you're funny and then eventually we go out so like I don't like, I get nervous when there's the pressure of like, we met on an app. This is like a cold turkey. Like we don't know yeah. each other. Yeah. yeah. I don't want to do that. Yeah. I really don't. I can't actually. Do you meet a lot of people on apps? No, I really don't. I'm on them, but I don't use them. I meet everyone on social media or in real life. Everybody I've dated for so long has been, I was just, I was literally just writing. I write this column for mandatory and, uh, I was just writing about how social media is like the new dating apps, I think. I meet everybody on Instagram or Twitter. Do you think it's bad that um, – I'm going to tell you something right now. Do you think it's bad that when I'm on the road, I activate a Twitter, a, a Tinder? No, I don't think that's bad. And a Bumble, but I have zero intention of hooking up with any chicks. It's to get them to your shows? To get them to my shows. Everybody does that. Does everyone really do that? But, I don't but, anymore. But is it but... bad for the girl when she shows up and, I, and I'm like – And you're married? Yeah. Because I obviously talk about my marriage and my act. Like, I'm not hiding the fact that I'm married. I'm not But are you, like, inviting them through the app? Like, you're messaging them? I'm not hitting on girls. I clearly have, like, my account set up to, like, oh, just meeting people, friends. Oh, that's okay then. And then, then, uh, like, if they chat or whatever, and I'm like, hey, I'm in your town. Like, what's good to eat or whatever? And then if they keep talking to me, I'll be like, they always ask me, like, I see your comic where you're performing. I'm like, here, do you want to go to the show? Like, I don't hit on them. I think as long as it says that you're on there for friends, yeah. then you Yeah, and you get a couple fine. extra people out to the show. <laughs> yeah, but, but I will tell I'm you. I'm always like, bring a date. <laughs> as a, yeah, as a single girl, though, I will say this. Every time I see a guy on a dating app and it says here for friends, I either roll my eyes like, get the fuck out of here. Or <laughs> I assume that means him and his girl are trying to have a threesome. Yeah. That's okay. it. That's that. Yeah, that's true. Because I have one of my pictures is me and my wife, too, because I don't want to fucking that's cool yeah no you're good man don't worry about that you'll be all right you're good yeah it's okay no girl is coming to a comedy show thinking she's gonna marry the headliner to be fair if there's an ugly girl i don't invite her to the show (laughs) how rude (laughs) Rude. just being honest i used to do that when i first started out i don't do it anymore but that's just really because I, i you're gonna get stalkers I mean, I just don't want to deal. I like to deal with as few yeah. individual Let's not messages. pretend that there's a fucking, not a difference between men and women. You're going to get a fucking stalker. 
Yeah, I got into a fight with a headliner once about this when I was opening for this headliner. It was one of my first times opening on the road. And the guy said, hey, I'm going to send you some money. I want you to activate, this before we left LA, I want you to activate premium Tinder and set it for our location where we're going. And I forget where we're going, Phoenix or something. And he's like, and then start inviting people to the shows. He wanted me to invite guys off Tinder to his shows to fill the room so he'd hit his bonus. Because if you fill the room, right, you of course, get a, you hit right? your bonus, yeah. And I said, no. I was like, I'm oh. not doing that. Are you crazy? I don't want 20 dudes off Tinder yeah, that's at the that's show. Crazy. I because mean, because you can pull more than him. And he I was do it himself, but he's only pulling like three girls a show, maybe. Yeah, and I was like, listen, all due respect, like if that's what you have to do to get your audience use your opener to like harass people on dating apps, like yeah. you need to work on your own shit, like yeah, get yeah, grow right. your so like yeah. no. So why don't you try writing a fucking joke? I mean, <laughs> what the fuck, dude? I was so mad, and I told him no. And I remember he was like, "Well, he knew what he was doing. He knew that you can fucking pull dudes in there, probably by the dozens." I mean, that's, maybe I mean, who it, knows? I never tried it. I, I imagine it's a lot easier for girls. There's, there's a reason fucking Bumble is like girls message first. It's, it's a it's a lot easier to fucking pull in dudes we don't need bumble though that's the thing like um i've hit some guys up in their dms on social media it's mm. never ended well though <laughs> i mean i think if you do that they assume that you're just trying to hook up and i'm not yeah. i'm just genuinely sometimes like oh you're cute what's your deal like i'm that direct <laughs> to them like i'll write to a guy and go are you single why don't we go out like i'm that direct like if huh. i want to go out with them yeah that's flattering to him yeah, but usually the guys I'm doing that to are probably getting that constantly is what I imagine. But then oh, again, they that. always answer. I've never... This is the difference between men and women, right? Guys, DM, 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 DM. And you don't answer. I mean, All not often. Yeah. And that's not just me. I think that's any girl. But girls, if we DM you, most of the time we're getting a reply, period. No matter who you are, you could be Brad hmm. Pitt. If you he had Instagram, he'd probably reply. That's so true because I also fuck with people. Like, I get the fake ones on, like, Facebook. Like, the oh, private yeah. message me, like, hey, like, and the, like a picture of them in their bra and stuff. And I know it's just, like, they work for a company and that's what they do all day. Oh, that's funny. And uh, I fuck with them all the time. Like, I'll write them back and be like, you're kind of fat. Did <laughs> you not? Yeah, I do. That's so funny because you know back, they're fake. And I'm like, ah, oh, my wife's hotter than you. And they write, and they, but here's how you know they're fake because they keep responding back and going, like, Really hotter than this, and like, come on, a real chick. If I called her fat and ugly, she wouldn't fucking keep. <laughs> They're bots. They're just bots. Yeah. It's amazing how good the bots are getting, though. Some of the bots. Well, I don't think it's real. bots all the time because they'll send another picture, and it's the, it's it's like a different angle, a new girl. It's, it's still like, bots. It's the same girl. I'm telling you, I think, you think it's so. Bots. I think it's bots. Can you I fucking mean... stroke my ego a little bit here, Kate, and let me think that they're real people? <laughs> it's crazy because like the the bots are getting so good that sometimes. Even the troll bots, sometimes, like, I, I'm amazed at how smart the troll bots are. There are bots that are just out to troll people. They're not even real. That's so my kind of bot. Crazy. It's crazy. Like, you write the word Trump in a tweet and watch. Oh, that's funny. You don't have to at him. Yeah. You just use the word. There are that's certain true. keywords, and yep. the bot trolls just come at you. Yeah, that's totally. crazy. It's nuts. <laughs> yeah, I've done that before. I've I've, I've sent a tweet that just said James Franco. I didn't add him or do a hashtag or anything, and then all of a sudden it started like if I can just tweet the word Trump. Yeah, don't even put anything else and see what happens. That's You'll funny. probably get fucking Let's so do many it. bots. That's yeah. funny. Yeah, you know what happened the other day? Uh, someone texted my phone, like on my actual cell phone number, and it was just a picture of this 
white chick, blonde, um, in her bra. And <gasps> I got that too. No, you Same didn't. girl? My friend gave me your number and oh, I no, wanted that's not to. What oh, okay, I got one of those. And we said, my friend gave picture, me your though. number and do you want to go to my webcam? Basically, that's what it was. Oh, I'm like, no, 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 no. What the Mine fuck? said, hey, I'm in town for for New Year's weekend. Do you want to you wanna, you wanna hook up? And they and sent that picture. And do you I, think it was real? I don't know. I, I thought it maybe it was a scam just to get guys to their site or something. And I, and I, thought for a second it could be real or fake and i thought what if it's real it's fucking new year's and i go if i don't answer this chick what if she like i don't know it gets really really depressed the guy didn't answer her oh god and i and i said and i so listen that's I, what's going through your head no i no first i thought it was fake and then i thought You're well so if nice. it's real maybe the girl's gonna go like that fucking asshole what am i ugly or something and i i wrote i said hey you had the wrong number Okay, that's all I wrote. And then they wrote back and they went, "Oh my god, I'm so sorry. How embarrassing." LOL. And then and then wrote like, "So are you single? Are you even a guy?" And I went like, Shut "This up. has to be fake." And I just stopped answering. And then they went like, "Hey, where'd you go?" And I just and I stopped answering. I'm like, "This got to be fake." I don't know. I assumed it was fake. That is so funny. Yeah. I've done this before, which I thought was so clever at the time, where I would write reverse missed connections. On Craigslist. Do you remember the missed connections? Yes, I do. So there's this thing on Craigslist where like, you know, you'd see some dude or girl and then you'd want to say something, but you wouldn't. And then you'd be like, oh, I should have said something. I'm still thinking about them later. So then you'd write like, I saw you at the gym, blah, 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 whatever. Hey, girl in the green hat. Yeah. (laughs) I saw you at Ralph's ice cream section, 2 a.m., crying. Such Uh, a 90s movie. (laughs) Yeah. But what I used to do is write reverse ones. Like I wouldn't see anybody, but I would write what I would like to see and hope someone would answer. Like I would go, hey, saw you at the gym, half black, half white, tatted out, ripped, looked rich, smelled good. (laughs) No, no, but I thought it was so What are you hoping to do with this information? Well, like, no, my thing is, I'm like, if I write out there, I saw you, this is your description, maybe someone answers who fits that description and I go... Bam, got him. <laughs> and then we go out. <laughs> what the fuck? Could you have made it a little less specific so you can at least get answers to fucking... No, because I knew exactly what I'm... I was like, you look like the guy from Law and Order or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, I'd be oh very... God, blue so eyes. Funny. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty specific. Yeah, I know. God, I'm Black so dude, hard. blue eyes. Fuck, I'm so glad I don't have to worry about dating anymore. Your name God, is Shamar. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I like I like the I told Kate the other day I was like I like I like that I, I literally just see Kate as a comic the other night we're at the oh comedy that was store. awesome we're at the comedy store and then she walked into the women's room and I went like what the fuck is she going in there for that was like I so... literally had that thought for a second you're I'm the like, second guy that said something like that to me because he so said crazy. he said this is how much I think of you like one of the guys when you went in the women's room I was like why did she go in that one <laughs> yeah. and then my friend Bronston this is hilarious do you know Bronston Jones I do know Bronston yeah. so Bronston's like one of my closest friends we've never hooked up but one night randomly it's happened once we've been friends for like five years so weird one night we got so fucked up we made out and then like that was it we made out and then he went home and then the next day he said he said i swear i don't know why like i had a dream that i made out with a dude last night and then i remembered that we made out and he's like, but somehow, like, in my head, I turned it into, I made out with a guy. And I was like, fuck <laughs> you, dude. <laughs> yeah, so I was like, this is the second time That's someone's fucking... kind of oh, called I'm me sorry. a dude. 
Why? I, I didn't don't, mean it I to don't be really insulting. Care. No, I think it's hilarious. Okay, I good, could okay, care okay. less. Because, you know, the men's room up there in the belly room is it's like fucking open. There's no doors. And I always see comics going in and out of there. And then when you're a comic, when you got up and went to the other door, I'm like, what the fuck is she doing? It is really weird. The belly room, bathroom, the comedy store, the men's room door it is no door. always open. Oh, open. is that what it is? There's I don't no think door? There is a door. Yeah, it's like you could literally just, I mean, talk about a double standard yeah. for sexual harassment. You can just, any girl could just lean in and watch all the dudes Have you pissing. ever walked in there? No. Oh, the what's it like? There's only <laughs> there's only one urinal, um, and it's really it goes deep in there, and then there's like a stall which is like a old school western swinging barn door. So the dude's shitting in there. Someone from the showroom could just peek his head in and be like, oh, like over the top. It's not hard to just peek over and just see that someone's shitting in there. I've never been in the men any of the men's rooms in the comedy store. No, never. Yeah, I, because no. it's hard to do a fucking bump in the men's room when everyone's fucking right there can walk in at any time. I've had guys follow me into the ladies' Jesus room at the Christ, comedy store, dude. and that's creepy. Before audience or comics, both <laughs> at the comedy store. Yeah, yeah, oh, definitely. Man. So I um got married at I think I think I was twenty two. Wow. Like, no, no, I was twenty four. Um, but I was with her before, like. I don't know. How long was I with her? Like, fuck. I was with her for a total of nine years. We were married for two. And, okay. And then I got divorced at 26. And probably... You were with her for nine years. So... Two tw- of them were 15 married. 15 to... No, wait. 17 to 26? That sounds about right. Okay. Um, And then I got divorced. And before the divorce was even finalized, I was already dating my wife now. Are you serious? So I've... I have not gone to that, like, okay, I got to get back out there. That's so rare. Do you know statistically how rare it is for the next person you date to for you to end up marrying that person? Oh, yeah. I mean, it's like the odds are so low. And I've been married to her longer than the first marriage. And you're still happy. Yeah. It was so cute today. I asked him, I said, would you mind if we do the podcast tomorrow? Because I got to come to the valley tomorrow for something. And he was like, oh, I can't. It's it's actually my wife's birthday, and I still love her. <laughs> I actually put that in there, which I thought was hilarious. I like to have a good sense of humor about my marriage with comics. Because most of the comics I know knew my ex-wife and... And they always make fun of me. How long is this one going to last? And I'm like, I don't know. We'll see, bro. Third time's a charm, right? You know, I always That's say so shit like funny. that. To That's good people. that you can have a sense of humor. But about she it. worked at a comedy club. Um, my wife worked at the old haha. Yeah. At the at, and she was a waitress there, and that's how we met. So it wasn't even like I didn't even have to date her. Like we met, we would just be like, we want to go out, and a bunch of comics and a bunch of waitresses would go out for drinks afterwards. That's, that's what I mean. That's happened. the best way. That's why I ended up. People give me shit about having dated some comics, but I'm like, it just happens because you all hang out all the time, and before you know it, you're like, oh, we get along, we know each other, we're already friends, now we're hooking up, and then. But it's there is something weird about when there's no courting period, and that's what can get mm-hmm. lost in that sometimes because then. Uh, in the guy's mind, it was just kind of, he just fell into now we're fucking. And in the girl's mind, it's like, you're sort of dating, but you never really, I don't know. It's never worked out. Well, nothing has ever worked out. Why am I saying is I keep saying it's never worked out for me. Like as if there, I'm in something now that's working. Like there's nothing that's worked (laughs) out. But I've had more luck when I've dated guys that have had to actually like date me at the beginning, made an effort, not just like we happened to end up at a bar happened, Mm, you know, I don't know. The effort's good. I think they, they need to... It's, it's more meaningful. Yeah. It's you know called I mean? ROI, return on investment. Mm. A guy, you know, your value goes up when they have to work a little bit. It's true whether we like it or not. I mean, I think both parties need to go out of their way to fucking make an effort. 
eventually for sure i think the chicks absolutely has to try to be like romantic too and come up with like cool ideas to try to be yeah i, I think so i think if a guy treats you well that he deserves some shit in return i don't like mm-hmm. when girls just think but the problem is when the guy starts out like that the the girl takes it for granted and never returns it not, i'm not gonna say every Interesting. girl but i'm gonna say that seems like most common because if you start out because a girl might go like well i'll give it back if he gives it first and the guy always gives it first and then they're probably going to take it for granted and never really do it. What's funny is that you think the guy always gives it first because you are a guy that gives it first. Maybe. But trust me when I tell you, there are plenty of guys that never give it. You don't think that the guy's the first one trying to be creative with romance and be creative with fun like, only if they Only if they want to impress you because they want a relationship. But a lot of mm. guys are just playing the game of I want to fuck you. Huh. I was shocked. Shocked. When I first started dating, at how true it is, how many guys will do anything to fuck you? Like, yeah, you have it's a pretty really funny a game bit about it for a lot of guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah I do a bit about it, mm-hmm. but I mean that came from a real place of being like, "Holy shit!" Like, I've had guys go so far to fuck me, and then once we fuck a couple times, they're just like a completely different person. And it's it's like it took me so long to believe that that was possible because mm. I never did. I was like, no way a guy is going to... I've had guys tell me they're in love with me, you're love my life, give me a key to their house, buy me crazy presents, do so much to where I'm like, there's no way this guy just wants to bang me. And then sure enough, yeah. as soon as we start fucking, it's all like, oh, I mean, I don't, I don't really think I want a girlfriend. Like it all changes. So now I'm like really, really being way more cautious. While you were saying all that, it all seemed so obvious what they were doing. (laughs) Dude, I had one guy. This is so crazy. It works so well on me. I had one guy message me the worst photo I think I've ever posted to social media (laughs) and be like, this is my favorite picture of you. You should throw all your makeup in the river. Like you're so beautiful. You said throw all your makeup in the river? Yes. Are you serious? Yeah. He was literally like, I want to get to know this person. Like this is, I just, this girl looks so interesting way more than all that like hot stuff that you posted and i was like oh my god finally like a guy that like he really like he wants to get to know me blah 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 i was in love with him before i even went out with him because of that opener like it's so like and that guy ended up being once we fucked one of the fastest to pull the plug and all my guy (laughs) friends were like duh like he was setting you up from jump that line are you fucking wow that's a good one that's a good one Kevin's out there in the dating world now. Oh, yeah, I'm right? sorry. Yeah. Do you mind if I? Did, I'm sorry. Did I, is that, why are you sorry? Fine. I don't know. I don't know. He looked at me like, did you make I, me single? Is that why? No, I didn't know if you like cared that I brought it up because I know you you you're using Tinder and shit. No, I use the I use Bumble for a while. I can only concentrate on one thing at a time. Yeah, I was doing Bumble and I started noticing every once in a while, I would there would be a picture of a girl with Jeff Goldblum. Right, it was it was really weird. He texted to me every time, he and, and so one. I start, I started Hold seeing. On, Kevin, I, Kevin, back up, back up, okay. back up, back up. Back up the, pull the camera away. Oh, yeah, the, okay. the microphone away. Sorry. Weird. Sorry, you were yelling really loud. Just, it's always just wait, Jeff just wait, just wait. Yeah. So keep going. No, yeah, he, he we have a joke about it. So like, I, he texts me every time he finds one, yeah. and he probably texts me three times a week of a different girl with a picture of Jeff Goldblum on Tinder. What? It's on Bumble too. We can probably look through our text I, feed right now and show you maybe yeah. twenty 
Mm-hmm. That's bizarre. It's really bizarre. I started noticing it, and I'm like, I'm starting getting paranoid, and so I, I finally texted you about it. Yeah. Started getting and, and paranoid. Like, I, I, like, I like screenshot. I'm Jeff like, Goldblum Jeff Goldblum is taking over the world. What the one fuck? girl at a time. One basic bitch home, at a time. You went home for Christmas. <laughs> yes, and in, you in found Boston. another girl with the same picture. Two of them. And it's always Jeff Goldblum wearing that fucking stupid hat. Why? Fedora. Why? Why? I don't know. I'm like, they're either all at the same party that one epic night, and is they it a all filter? took a picture. No. I thought he was a Snapchat filter for a while. There was a period of time when I remember seeing a lot of people with Jeff Goldblum photos, now that you're mentioning it, on like just Instagram and stuff. But it was all people in the business. So I'm like, maybe he's making the rounds, these parties and stuff. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That's weird, Oh, wait. Man. Like, I'm, I'm telling you, every time like I open up the app, at least one person will have their picture taken with Jeff Goldblum. You know what's really hard is I know a couple girls in Hollywood – that are so hot and they just must get hit up by every single guy. And so like any guy that I tell, like I have this one friend, anytime I'm like, this guy hit me up. Like he's cute. Like I'm thinking about going out and she'd be like, oh, don't do it. I fucked him. Like every single Damn. guy. Or she's like, oh no, he took me out. To-. She's dated everyone I want to date or I'm interested in dating. But the good thing is she has like intel on all of them. And then one guy, she was like, you know, you got to go out with him. Oh, my God. That was the best sex of my life. I would have dated him, but I met my boy. And I was like, okay, check, going out with that. Oh, like, wow. so it's there's wow. good and bad to that. But it is weird. This town, it's such a small, it's a huge city. But once you're in the entertainment business, it's like everybody knows everybody knows somebody if you're gonna go out with them in your circle of friends there's someone who has or knows mm-hmm. someone who has always yep. kevin what's some of the what's the your your experience like with i don't know uh on the app like do you have success with it like do you talk to well six? i'm you know my my ex I, I was in a relationship yeah. for like six six years yeah and then uh, when I broke up with her, I took a long time because I was like, I, I just want to be single, not only just single and seeing other people, but just like being by myself for a little while and yep. just being single and taking care of that. Because like I was working all the time and trying to start my own production company. I don't have the time to just devote all my free energy into somebody, you know. And so every once in a while, like I'll start talking to them, but then we'll just like fizzle out. Yeah, it. it just so, fizzles out. Yeah, before you before I met my girlfriend uh i used to go on a lot of dates and it just didn't work out i had a lot of like crazy horror stories from those but then when i met esther um i kind of just stopped i i mean i go on there a little while but it's just nothing ever fizzles out from it It who fizzles do you think it's just like it's so weird because you start talking to somebody and sometimes like you'll just get hey what's up i'm like hey nothing like because if you're not putting in an effort like noticing something about you it just it feels like a bot to me so somebody's just like hi i'm just like hey what's up and then like never hear anything and then every once in a while you you'll catch on to somebody start talking for a little bit not even like like a day's worth, and then it's just like nothing. You you ghost each other sometimes. I think they call it that. Ghosting. 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 I mean, you like hit it off with somebody. All of a sudden, it's just like it's just nothing. You never talk to each other, and it's like sometimes it's. I it got, goes both uh, ways. I got two questions for Kate. Okay. Uh, w- w- one is um, you're on Tinder. Uh huh. Not you. A guy is on okay. Tinder. Let's say to the single guys out there. Okay, you're on Tinder. And you're trying to meet someone, you're trying to, whatever, hook up a chick, meet a chick, go out with a chick, just fucking meet someone, okay? And uh, you match with someone, what's a good first message? Because sometimes you'll message, they don't even message you back. Like, hey, we matched, why didn't you fucking, what's a good first message that's like not, well, 
something uh, I, to, that a girl wants to see. She didn't see it from every other fucking guy. That, yeah, because that I feel like her. a lot of them they just they just they just message you to see what your first message is, whether or not you're mm-hmm. worthy enough to keep going. Yeah, I okay. There's two answers. Um, one is if you don't want to have to do a lot of work and like look through her profile that much. I like when guys message me with a with a date idea right away that sounds really fun. Like one guy wrote me and he said, uh, let's go. There's some place where you can like, you know, paint your own mug. He goes like, let's go to blah, blah, blah in West Hollywood and paint mugs. What's your favorite color? So it was like, kind of like, I was like, oh, that's kind of creative and fun. And also he asked a question. So yeah. then it wasn't boring. Like, Hey, how are you? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Or like if somebody said something like, um, you look like a chick that, you look like you'd be into dirt biking. I'm going tomorrow because he looked through my stuff and saw that I snowboard or something like whatever, like something that's like different. What's something that guarantee that you're going to text back? Even if you didn't find him to be the most attractive guy that day. This is the other one. That's what I was going to say. So this one would take a little more work, but it's like the thing I was just talking about. You look for, I hate to say this because it's terrible, but it works. Like you look for the thing that she might be insecure about and compliment that. Like, for instance, the guy that wrote to me and said, like, they found your, like, that photo picture. of you, that photo of you, man, it's <clears throat> like, I saw your soul in that, like that. You should throw all your makeup in the river. Like you're a, so much hotter. How's like that. a clueless dude going to go look through it? Because what if, are you looking for, for what she's insecure about? If a chick is okay. So say the chick has five photos on her profile, whatever, mm-hmm. right? Hot chick. Mm-hmm. Uh, one she's karaokeing, one she's uh, whatever at a dance, one she's with Jeff, Jeff Goldblum, Goldblum. <laughs> whatever the fuck, right? But like, you could literally look for something like that no one else would notice. Like, read what she does for a living. She's a teacher, whatever. Be like, you know, you could open with something like, um, "Wow, like a teacher. You must, you must be pretty smart. I'll bet no one ever thinks that about you because you're so hot or something like, so you just complimented something about her personality. <laughs> I just heard an insult, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like one of my friends, okay. One of my friends wrote to, uh, I hope it's okay to tell this story, but it was years and years and years ago. This guy that I know, he's so average, honestly, average build, average looks, average income, average, everything, average job, not famous, average dude. And he was like really into Kat Von D. Wait. Okay. Okay. Oh, the tattoo artist? The chick. Yeah. Okay. Tattoo yeah. chick. Okay. So he uh he slid in her DMs <laughs> and he got a date with her. Huh. This is years ago. And this is what he wrote to her. He said something along the lines of like, I know you get lots of DMs. I'm I'm such a fan or I'm in so much admiration of the tenacity it must have taken to make it in such a hard business and build a brand, not just make it based on your looks, something like that. He got a reply because it's like every girl that's cute, everybody says something about their looks or whatever. So if you see something, so I guess saying like, wow, I'm surprised. I'm surprised you're smart because you're so hot. That's maybe an insult, but like something about like, yeah, I find the back door. Yeah. Side entrance. Just like look for something that is about their personality and not just. When guys write to me and say like, wow, funny and hot, blah, blah, blah. Right away, I'm like, he called me funny. I'm more into mm. that guy than someone that just says hot. It's just like a personality thing. So I guess I would say, or if she has a photo of her out snowboarding, whatever, be like, I love that you, 
I love that you're into the outdoors. Not mm. many hot chicks are into the outdoors. Like, find a way to compliment their personality and their looks together. That's a good one. That's it. So now you got them. Here's the second question. Okay. Okay, so you got them, right? You got in there. You said the right thing. Um, how do you keep it from fizzling? That's also a great question because so many guys blow it before they get to the yeah, gate. Yeah, you got in right. there, and now now she's going to be like, oh, my God, thank you so much, and then it's just going to fizzle down. Once you're talking to her, don't. this is my opinion, and some women disagree, but I don't like to go more than four or five messages before you ask me out and we make a plan. Because I don't have time. Anyone of quality who has a life and is busy does not have time to message you back and forth all day. And yeah. after a while, I think we're probably never going to go out. Mm-hmm. So, like, once it's established, I'm talking to you. You're kind of funny. Ask me to get a drink, lunch. It's cool to do coffee, whatever, something. Because my attention has a very short expiration. That's me. Because I'm busy. I'm not trying to waste time talking to yeah. strangers. So what I want to meet. Uh, what do you think is a good rule of thumb? Like, uh, do you think guys should think about like I don't want to text so quick replies? Oh well, I'll say this. It might seem desperate, and then you don't want to wait too long. Once you get the date, mm-hmm. stop texting. Like n- nothing. I've canceled so many dates because a guy asked me out. Then we make plans. So if it's Monday, we make a plan Thursday night dinner. Okay. You don't need to text me every day 45 more times. Like, how's it going? How's it? When guys do that to me, it makes me feel like they're too excited and it freaks me out yeah. or that they're really insecure and or they're needy or, or annoying. Yeah, like once I like you and I'm into you, you can text me as much as you want. But before we've met, it's creepy almost. Mm-hmm. Or like the morning of the date or the day before, can they text and be like, hey, so uh, we're still on tomorrow, right? Totally cool to send like a, like even one a day, like you know we make the plan monday totally cool tuesday afternoon like hope you had a great day looking forward to thursday that's simple but like don't it it's just weird when somebody keeps texting like you're already dating and you Mm -hmm. haven't been out yet so many guys do that it's crazy and then also yeah after the date um i mean i always say just be real go with your gut but like definitely make a plan to see her again quick if you want to because when guys take me out once and we have a great time and more than a week goes by and they don't ask me out for a second date, I assume they're dating tons of chicks. Because mm. I'm like, if we had fun, but he's in no hurry to see me again, yeah. he's got lots of options. Yeah. And then that makes me kind of lose interest. Well, yeah, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to fucking, I don't know. Like, I didn't plan on putting you through these questions I, or making you give advice to people. It's not what I planned. I just, it came up. I just thought, like, these are good questions, probably. It's for, funny that you asked these yeah. because I had a phone call with my um, senior editor at Mandatory before I came here. And I write a dating column. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what do you want me to write about this month? And literally, he asked me the same three questions <laughs> you just asked. Or same oh, two. really? Yeah, I swear to God, it was so interesting. Oh, well, I'm glad that I brought it up then. Yeah, so now you <laughs> help me plan what I'm going to okay, write. Good. So there thank you go. You. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah, I didn't plan on making you come on here and do that. I just was like, I, I think that's a, a good question. Yeah, yeah, no. The best way to blow the date before the date is too much texting or not making a plan. At least for me, guys are so wishy-washy. They always are like, yeah, Thursday should be good. Yeah, and then Thursday comes and then it's like you're... You're like, what time tonight? And you never hear from him. I've gotten to a point where if a guy doesn't make a solid plan, if I have to do any work to figure out the plan and it's not simple, I'm out. 
Because to me, I'm like, oh, God, if he's already hedging on making a plan, then he's yeah, not dateable. Yeah, it's going to be awful. It's like yeah. the preview to your relationship. That's it. <laughs> or it just means he doesn't want to date someone. He's not serious about dating someone, which is cool. And then you know, okay, this guy's going to be a hookup. If he's hot enough that that's what you want, go for you it. You really do have to come up with like the good first date plan. You got to yeah. come up with something interesting. Oh, yeah? You just yeah. can't. I'm never just like, let's just go get drinks. I always try to plan at least something fun. What I don't if, mind uh, a drink. What if a guy messaged you right away? Like his first Tinder message when you match is, hey, what's your idea of a perfect date? I wouldn't answer. <laughs> that's a bot. You would not answer that guy? I mean, no. That's a bot. That's a bot. Why wouldn't you answer that guy? Um, seems like he's just trying to ha- have start conversation. His question fun. is, "What's your idea of a perfect first date?" Yeah, I hate to say this, but if he's really hot, I'd answer. But otherwise, <laughs> I wouldn't. I'm being that shallow. I asked, you, it's I true. asked you that question earlier. <laughs> yeah, but it's different because we're not. I guess because I'm like, you're the guy. You figure it out. Yeah, I'm a yeah, little yeah. old fashioned that way, though. Like I know it's a it's double standard, or whatever. But I like for a so, guy I don't to know. make a plan. I feel like questions are a good way to get someone to answer you because people love answering questions about themselves. Yeah, well, if a guy asked me that and I was gonna answer, I'd be like, "Let's get a drink." Because uh, to me, I just like a yeah. drink, and I always have an exit. What if you're like, "What was your what was your uh, you're like, hey, what's your worst date experience on here?" Like, what if you just open up with that? <laughs> Oh, if he asked that, yeah, yeah. I've had guys ask stuff like that, or yeah. or guys ask stuff like, "So how's it going on whatever dating app it is?" And that's an okay question. I actually kind of like that question because I don't date a lot on those apps. So then I'll tell the truth, like I don't know, I've been on, I've only been on two, and one of them was gay or whatever. You know, <laughs> I went on a date with a guy from a dating app that was hot as fuck. This guy in his photos was totally my type. He looked like he was chopping down trees and the woods. And, like, I love rugged-looking <laughs> guys, right? And this guy's got photos of himself out, like, snowmobiling and just, like, fishing and all this, like, super guy shit. Not that's, – that's really, really – like, I shouldn't say that. Sexist. But girls can do that, too. But, you know. And then I get there, and I walk in, and right away I'm like, wait a minute. Something's off because it looks like his eyebrows are waxed, and he's, like, very pretty – and he stands up. He's like, hey, girl. And I'm like, what the Oh, fuck? no. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. And then for sure he was bi. That's because so funny. Because we sit down. And right away. See, but this is why I hate dating strangers. Because right away I'm like, how do I get out? Yeah. That's I right. I want to leave. Right? Oh, that's what the whole internet dating thing is. Because you always feels like you have to mesh somebody to your personality instead of naturally falling into somebody that you meet in a social circle. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like. Yeah, and then I sat with this guy, and this is the best part. It was at the Roosevelt Hotel in one of the little bars. I can't remember which one, spare room or something. And then we're sitting there, and then he looks around. I'll never forget this. He takes in the whole scene, and then he turns to me, and he goes, isn't everyone here so hot? And I go, uh, yeah. And he goes, everyone. And I was like, oh, yeah, oh yeah, yeah. shit. <laughs> He knew oh, what he was doing. But then here's where it gets even weirder. This is me being, by the way, I'm going to get into it. This is like I'm making every stereotype. But but then, like, I I was talking about how much I love the Rams. You know, I was like, I'm a big Rams fan. He was like, I love football. I have football parties. Like, he, sa- he seems so gay. But then he would invite me over for, like, football Sunday. And it was so confusing. That's I've never funny. been more confused. Can That's I tell hilarious. you something from, from the married man's perspective? Yeah. Uh, me, me and my wife go out. We we have a really good time when we try to figure out which one's a Tinder date. 
Oh, for sure. You I can bet. spot those so quick, and and if you're a couple, it's so fun to be like, oh man, look at that date. Oh, it's so awkward. Like, it's so, oh yeah, it's so funny. Nothing's worse than um those Valentine's Day shows where like you can tell half the audience is like new couples and like the. I did a Valentine's Day show, and at least half the crowd had to be only dating for like a few weeks, God. whatever. And it's like they because every joke that I did that was like a little dirty or sexual or whatever, you could kind of see the guy look at the girl. Like, did she laugh? Okay, then yeah. I can laugh. So everything had like a momentary lapse. And I was like, you fucks, like, come on. <laughs> but, but you can tell when they're on that. What like, a horrible idea to go out on Valentine's Day if you're... Don't say that because I'm playing uh, Blue Room Comedy Club Valentine's Day weekend. No, not to go out Valentine's Day. I mean, if you're in a new relationship, you've only been on a couple dates, I feel like it's a oh, dumb yeah. idea to go out on Valentine's Day. Yeah. yeah, I totally agree. I couldn't agree more. I think Valentine's Day is so overrated. I hope my Blue Room, I'm doing this this club in Missouri for Valentine's Day weekend. I hope it's all like single girls that are like, fuck Valentine's Day. They come to my shows instead. <laughs> That's what I want. I hope so too. We'll yeah. get you, let's, let's get you out of here, Kate. Yeah, it's, it's, I might go to a spot. Okay, good, good. Um, so w- your date, you have some dates coming up, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'll be in Portland at Harvey's January 17th to the 20th, and then uh, Blue Room Comedy Club in Springfield, Missouri, Valentine's Day weekend, and everything else after that. You can just follow me on social media. It's fucking dope. It's fucking dope. Yeah. Um, I've got um, this Saturday, the 12th, um, I'm actually at the Ice House with Joey, but that one sold out, I believe. Um, I am closing out the Third uh, Street Promenade. Uh, it's called the Promenade Playhouse. It's a little theater on Third Street Promenade. I'm headlining that one. So after my set at the Ice House, I'm running over there to close out that. That should be fun. You can get tickets to that. And then um, Valentine's Week, and I am in San Jose. Improv? San Jose Improv. Oh, nice. Yeah. You're doing that with Joey? I, yeah. That's dope. Yeah. That'll be fun. Yes. So uh, sounds good. Um Kate, thanks so much for letting me ask you all these fucking retarded questions. Of course, uh, thanks for having me. This was great. It, it it was it was fun. It was really fun. I've been wanting to have you on for a long time, uh, and I think that uh, to not to be too forward, but I think that I I really admire the hard work that you do Thank in stand up comedy. And I've actually said I said I said this to Jackson McQueen like like a month ago. We were we were, we were, we were talking. And I was I like, we we're talking about female comics, and I was like, bro, you know who fucking puts the work in on stage? And, and I was like, fucking Kate. Thank and, you. And um, it's 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 not uh you know like like a like a a secret that you're an attractive woman. And listen, you fucking post on Instagram. You you risque it up a little bit. Sometimes. Um, I, <laughs> I I I mean, you're not afraid to fucking do anything really to yeah. to get an eye on you. And I know a lot of females that fucking do that shit on instagram but it'd be really easy to do that and get the followers and then not put in the work thank but you, you put in the work and you're a fucking funny comic thank you and like i told you the other day i was like i look at you as like a fucking another one of the bros like another funny comic because, <laughs> i love that because you because you're funny <laughs> thank, <laughs> you. <laughs> thank you fucking right you work out on stage you're not afraid to try new stuff and thank you and, and it's just great i i'm so anyway yeah I, not, that's not, really not sweet. for nothing thank but you I, so I fucking much. I, I appreciate that thank you yeah. thank you um so yeah guys uh thank you so much for tuning into the homeschool podcast and uh, don't forget about the sponsors blowfish you can get it at fourhangovers.com use promo code home h-o-m-e to get 15 percent off Masterclass. click the link in the description uh do the 180 guys sign up for the year it's fucking worth it um 
Kevin. Yes. It's good to have you back, co-hosting buddy. It's great uh, to be back, You're gone man. from Christmas through fucking New Year's, but yep. I'm, I'm glad you're back. And uh, Kevin is on Instagram and Twitter uh, at the real Kev Lyons. That's me. And um, Kate, you're Kate. Boom. Kate Q Funny. On Twitter and Instagram? Yeah. Okay, cool. Keep in touch with her. Go see Kate's shows. Uh, come see my shows that I announced. And uh, don't forget to follow me on all the social media. I'm at Augustino Zoida on everything. Um, I'm always posting my dates and shows and stuff like that. A lot of fun episodes coming up in the future, you guys. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Uh, I want to thank Kate for coming in. I want to thank uh, Kevin Lyons for helping me co-host this shit. It's the Homeschool Podcast, guys. I'll see you next time. Great to have you on, Kate. Thank you. It was fun. What song you got? Fun and easy. What is it? When we came home. One to the bone. Yeah, I can totally use a lot of it. I told myself this could give rough and when when I was on which happened a lot. You came to me and said that's enough. Oh, I know that this love is pain. But we can cut it from out of these veins, no.